we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face What's up, girls and gangsters? How's it going? Guys and dolls. Welcome back. How you doing? To another episode. Of The Face Off with me, Monica Fleming. And me, Alyssa Fowler. Glad to have you here. It's been a very long week. We missed you all very much. I know you missed us, or why the hell would you be listening to this? I know sometimes I probably look cross-eyed in the film (laughs) because, because I'm like the producer and the editor. I'm constantly looking at the the screen and she not looking tried, at the list. No, she just tried to make me feel like shit and try to flex on everyone. She's like, because I produce and co-host and edit. You do and- the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on your resume. Mm-hmm. You're a producer. You're an executive producer. Cross-eyed. You're also, the- an, I'm, <laughs> I do sometimes, I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> I forget the camera's there. That's why in all the videos, I'm just like double chinned <laughs> up towards you. And then at times, I'm just like. Is it still recording? Is it still recording? <laughs> I always think I'm in an episode of The Office. I only look at the camera when I think it's like uh, I'm doing something really intense. Yes, definitely. How was your week this past week? I went to work five Yay, days, work. 40 hours, like the rest of America. Oh, I didn't. What the? Oh, because it was Martin Luther King. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm so annoyed. I, I mean, I did the take, day was a blur. I took it upon myself to work the bare minimum oh this yeah week. exactly especially yeah. yeah especially like the last couple of days it was real gloomy outside they were like yeah. very typical you should be in your bed watching a movie days absolutely so i took it upon myself any patient i had that was like chilling watching a movie mm-hmm. i was like now we're watching a movie absolutely and i'm getting paid for it i got paid for it yeah that was about it nothing nothing exciting to okay. report unfortunately what about you cool i mean same here i mean week work week was four days but it took forever to get to friday which was very annoying but um yeah nonetheless it was it was fine just same old crazy stuff at work we are tired of working if you guys cannot hear that in our voices we're tired of working our nine to fives so we need you to share subscribe like comment get this into the hands of Issa ray uh, Charlemagne the God, uh, Joe Biden, somebody. Jesus it, Christ. I mean, anybody who wants to offer us a contract, kept on stage, Anything. somebody. We're I've tired of working. I've got a great personality. Oh, man. I'm a quick learner. We're not tired of working. We're tired of working our nine to five jobs. We would like to be in a creative space to be able mm-hmm. to give you guys more content. But At we least have to you're work working from home now. Uh, it's not always correct to be bored. 
Gosh, I don't have anybody. But to you're talk bored to. in the comfort of your own home. Mm. I'm bored, surrounded by literal shit. Not really, because I'd rather kind of be that not not back at the bedside like that. But I mean, I just hear everything that my neighbors do throughout the week, oh. and I'm just like, hey, can y'all go shut the fuck up? And go sit down. <laughs> They're always banging you on stuff, and the chickens are running in my fucking yard and shit, and people's kids outside. I'm just like, what, what are you doing? Garbage trucks. It's annoying. There was a TikTok the other day and this girl was like, my dream situation is to like wake up, make my husband breakfast. He goes to work. I take the kids to school, come home, work out, drink a smoothie, make lunch. Maybe my husband comes home for lunch, clean up, make dinner. And she was getting flamed and I was like, mm-hmm. That sounds, that that sounds, sounds awesome. Good. That sounds. That's what I want right now. Chill. I would feel productive Absolutely. yet yeah. calm. I'm sure there's a lot of things to do around the house. Absolutely. Look how many baskets of laundry. I, every time you come over here, I have another basket of laundry. There's and I'm just like, things to do. At some point, I'm, I need to actually fold this. Well, I, it's folded. It just needs to be put away. I want a job where I just go in when I want to go in. Exactly. And then I get paid the same amount. If we just had to just go in just to record content. Oh, that's easy. You guys would never leave us alone. It'd be so good. Seriously, be at we, the top of my game. We have a whole talk show out here. You know, this it'll job's be cramping my creativity. Exactly, the man's trying to get us. Truly, um, but that's all right. We're here. We're making it. Yes, definitely. Well, we have a new new. Uh, um, <laughs> we sure do. Tell them about it. Another new episode for y'all today. Um, we're gonna be discussing some things more so like this is gonna be geared more so to like social media versus like uh you know our regular content of like social media and stuff of the I mean, hard hitting um, facts exactly. Um, so first off of off the backs of people keep dying these celebrities, Andre Talley. Do you know who Andre Talley is? I know Andrea Botticelli. Okay, not the opera singer, Andre Talley. Never heard of him. He was the former editor-in-chief, black guy of Vogue. And he used to always do like a lot, like commentary for uh, a lot of the Met Galas and all that kind of stuff. He always I wore these. I do remember these, that. He, I mean, gar- beautiful garbs he used to wear, like always extravagant. Turbans? No, Moo-moos. not tur- moo-moos. They, they were like decorative moo-moos to a degree, but he always wore those. But yeah, okay. he was like a fashion icon, basically, to okay. say the least. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Have you, do you know a picture of him? Like, yeah, do you I need think, to Google it? Yeah, you can keep talking. Okay. I'm just gonna well, anyway, he died. Thing. He died the other week, uh, last week, actually, this past week. And it was crazy. So the fashion industry is definitely mourning yes, him. Yes, like this, yes. this Oscar proud looking ass face, I remember. <laughs> I hate you. He does kind of look like Oscar Proud. Yeah, the fa- the, yeah he does. Um, but that, from the Proud family, if you don't know who Oscar Proud is. Um, but yeah, the fashion icon is, I mean, the, the fashion world has definitely lost a legend and an icon. Um, he was the former editor in chief of Vogue magazine. Anter- What's her name? Ann Winter. Uh, Anna Winter. Anna Wintour was his like really good friend. A lot of people were saying like on social media, like, oh, well, they did all this, you know, they celebrated him and, um, but they really didn't. So they didn't give him his flowers while he was alive because he was facing bankruptcy and then he was like evicted out of his house and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm just like, they were just like, oh, he was friends with all these people with money. And I'm just like, just because you're friends with somebody with money doesn't mean that they, need to pay your bills or that that's their job to pay your bills to get you on your feet because they could give you money and you could be a horrible steward of your finances unless so. it's me unless i'm the famous person please bail me out please well yeah absolutely money. please bail me out definitely but at the same time no i agree i feel like it's that hard balance between if you didn't grow up with money i feel like when you get a large sum of money, your um, first inclination is like, well, now I have money. Now yeah. we can do things. Now I can help you and help you and help you. Yeah. You got to protect yourself. You got to invest for yourself. You do. And you have to be, you have to put yourself in positions where you, um, 
are educated about money, especially when you come into large amounts of money, you have to educate where to put your money and how to spend it and where to put stuff aside and make sure that things are, you know, taken care of. And I'm not saying that that was a story because that's all alleged. I don't, you know, know that to be true, but people were just saying that, oh, he didn't get his flowers while he was alive, which I didn't think he really got his flowers, but I'm just like, he was a fashion icon from like the seventies. Yeah. Like, I mean, fashion was, re- I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing now, but it's, I mean, in the seventies for him to be able to, cross those racial barriers especially in the fashion world i mean that he was a legend in his own right but um so that's definitely sad and um you know prayers up for him and his family you know dealing with that and all his friends um everybody out here dying well that speaking on death unfortunately um in the news this past week kind of shook uh the entertainment industry unfortunately regina king who was an amazing actress writer director producer all that good stuff she was she won an academy award for seven seconds seven seconds seven pounds seven seconds seven pounds is will smith yes seven seconds it was 28 seconds it was something about seven a movie where times her... seven seconds it was a movie about... god this is why i'm not doing a very good intro of her but anyway well, she was brenda on 227 back in the day she also played uh riley and <laughs> Alyssa. I'm... you don't understand how difficult it is to do this podcast with your that's how ass. i feel about you you don't, you know, don't know what 227 is no you ever heard this this phrase? I know she's on the Mary. Book. You've never heard that? <laughs> what is that? Sandra. That was Jack A. Harry. She was Sandra. Her mom. Jack A. Jack A. Harry. She was Sandra. And there was Pearl. And um, look at the look it up. Two two. I can't believe you don't understand. No, two two seven. Oh my two, god. Two seven was a sitcom from nineteen eighty five. I don't even think I was an egg at that point. But still, I, wasn't even I know it. In an ovary. I was in. I, I was born in eighty four, and I still know that that show. But yeah, she was Brenda. She played. That's where everybody knew her from. Follows the lives of a group of middle class people living in an apartment building. Yes, and so oh, Sandra was, the was apartment two two seven. Yes, <laughs> I hate you so much that you don't know that damn show. Anyway, Regina King was on this show. Um, she also was the voice of um, Riley and what was the other brother's Boondocks. name for Boondocks? Yes. So anyway, unfortunately, in the news, um, and she just did, you didn't uh, even mention she was Miss Congeniality too. I was getting there. One of her best roles. Uh, and definitely, Brenda was her best role. But she was in. Uh, Cinderella story. Yeah, she was, and she Iconic. was in the, the Heart of They Fall. The, not the Heart of yeah, They Fall. The yeah, the Heart of They Fall, fall with uh, Idris Elba recently. Um, and what was I about to say? She also played up uh, uh, in Friday. She was Ice Cube's sister. Watchmen is what I was gonna say. She's in the HBO show. Watchmen. Oh, is she? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. she's good. Um, I was gonna say she was an American Horror Story, but that's Angela Bassett. Poetic Justice. Yes, Poetic Justice. She played in. But anyway, it's really not. I mean, it's about her. But unfortunately, her 26 year old son. Um, I'm going to say allegedly because of the protection of the podcast um, committed suicide um, right after his 26th birthday. Um, and that was her only son. And she actually played and that's what I said. We're bringing up the movie seven. Is it seven seconds or 28 seconds? Something like that. Mm, it was a, not given. It was a movie about that's when she won her um, Academy Award where or was seven seconds, seven seconds. Yeah, I knew it. I knew what I was talking about. Um, it was a movie about her son being murdered. And she said it was very difficult for her to even take on that role because she couldn't imagine losing her son. And oh, no. this was like, I think last year, a year before his Oscars, uh, where she, you know, gave kind of gave that. Um, That's that, a Netflix uh, movie. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Can I watch mm-hmm. it right now? No, we're oh. podcasting. You can watch it when we're done. Okay. <laughs> You're going to watch it in the middle of our episode. <laughs> That's weird. But anyway, unfortunately, her son um, uh, allegedly committed suicide. And um, so prayers up for her and her family. That's just horrible. Um, it's horrible. And even to uh, kind of on the backs of that. Remember, I was talking about, well, the week that I was by myself, um, about the, the 19 victims that died in that tragic fire in New York yeah. at an apartment co- complex. Um, and I think most of them died by carbon, di- carbon monoxide poisoning. 
Um, Cardi B actually was in the news this uh, this week because she has uh, volunteered and stepped up to pay for the funerals of all 19 of those victims. She is a woman of the people. I love Cardi B. Me too. I, absolutely. She stays true to her Bell roots and Belkalise Alizar. Um, I just love her. And But also, too, um, there were other celebrities that stepped up, like Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Stand up. Um, and I just know those two. <laughs> a lot about. of other people maybe you've exactly heard of and they were also saying that still the family the other families the surviving families they still need stuff and you know still need supplies and things That's like that the so crazy thing yeah. about a fire is like it takes everything nothing left oh yeah you gotta start from the ground the very ground i mm -hmm. mean think about your license if god forbid you were to have a house fire what was the first thing you would grab myself exactly actually truly okay i'm thinking it's going up i would put a bra on and shoes i probably wouldn't even put a bra on you just run. I just run. I don't even think I grab my MacBook. It's too old. <laughs> What's the most my most expensive thing in the house? Is probably I would like, just probably grab my purse and my phone. Yeah, that's a good one. The phone and the purse. My mm -hmm. purse is in my car. Oh no, my car is in my garage. Exactly. My car is in my garage too. <laughs> no. So maybe that's what. I, no, I wouldn't even think about that. Mm -mm. I just let it all go. Insurance will cover it. I mean, you see all these videos too, like these ring cameras catching a lot of these fires, home fires and their neighbors, like waking them up. The thing, the thing with me is I sleep very, well, I don't sleep hard. I'm a very light sleeper, um, but I'm also, I have a, like I have a, um, the nose of like a, a bloodhound. It's ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. I smell everything. That's good. That's why if I knew, if I had COVID, I would know it because I smell everything. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, but shout out to Cardi B and all those other people that are, People who are in the in the entertainment industry, people who are not, who are just everyday Americans that are helping out. Um, you know, uh, shouts out to you guys for for coming to the aid of these people. It's it's so sad. What were you telling me about this student about a scholarship? Oh, let me not move on to something a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, a little still, more fun. Yeah, I don't want to speak ill of the accused, so I'm gonna pull up okay. the exact name. Okay. But supposedly, her name is Mackenzie Fearston. 24 year old she looks like a mckenzie she had uh won a Rhodes scholarship so she could go study at oxford which they abruptly took away oh and they realized uh when she wrote about her uh childhood poverty and abuse and it was all a lie how did they find out it was a lie they did investigative work you got to do investigations for scholarships she's white you said it, maybe she painted the picture she painted a real good picture at the university of pennsylvania they said mm. this bitch lying <laughs> she was like, Allegedly. we lived in an Impala. And they're like, there's no way. No, there's no way. There's no way. You don't way. even sound like you're impoverished. Uh huh. Well, I mean, she called herself a queer first generation low income student that she had bounced between various foster homes in her childhood. She actually came from an affluent background and went to a private school that was $30,000 a year in St. I Lewis. hate people. I hate, she needs a mental exam. What's the difference between her and the people who get into PPP loans? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. That's horrible. That's horrible that you is did she get like charged with something or they just took the scholarship? I think they away? just yaga the scholarship. <laughs> just yaga it? Okay. But I'm like, ma'am, did you not just there's a whole documentary about Lori Laughlin. You can't lie to these college people. You're really, it's going to catch up to you. Cause well, you're telling me. Um, here's the thing. As soon as you want a scholarship or do anything, people post about it on Facebook or everyone's so happy. Yeah. You have people who actively hate you from high school. Everyone does. And they're just waiting for a moment. They're tracking everything you do. That's crazy. And the moment they see a chance they're going to take it. Absolutely. I mean, I would. If I saw somebody from high school that was saying some shit and that was not true, I'd be like, they lie. Dear CNN, 
TMZ, they're lying. <laughs> well, you went to a $30,000 a year private school. That's just, that's, first that's of all, that's disgusting. It's too easy to track that's that. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. Ugh, it's disgusting to say the least. Uh, but that's what they do. I'm surprised they didn't just go ahead and just give it to her. They're like, well, you, you, you really painted a picture. Well, you know who else is painting pictures out here, specifically on faces with spit? Uh, we're going to switch gears for a little bit. Good. So did you hear about, um, okay. Do you know pastor Mike Todd? I love Mike Todd. I absolutely love him as well too. I have his book. Um, the relationship book. Yes. That relationship book. Uh huh. Um, which, why can't I remember what it's called? But everyone was buying it. He has on like a teal suit. I know that in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Blue background. I, yes. I love all his little kids. Yeah. So Mike Todd. Relationship in, talk. I think that's what it is. Okay. Something Let's like that. Yeah, that. I think it is. Relationship talk. Anyway, so Mike, Pastor Mike Todd was in the news this past week because of a very controversial video that was surfacing, Lord. right? And he was in a, he was, you know, preaching. And Mike, Pastor Mike Todd is a pastor who um, likes to bring the Bible to life and make it very relatable for people. He was one he, of the first pastors who was like, yeah, I'm wearing distressed denim and some Jordans. And he, it's cool. No, he was not the first pastor to do that. He wasn't, but he was one of the big ones that was like, we're posting everything on Instagram. I'm going to make everything super relatable that got big that i saw i was gonna say it's very telling that you have not been in the black church because no, pa- that, pastors have been doing that for he years le- that breached crossed the divide over to my white church side have you not seen td jakes yeah but like he's like old in him though. yeah yeah <laughs> he's old in him but that's still. like a wide leg well even pastor uh john gray wide straight leg denim is that yeah he always wears like a tuxedo jacket and then some fucking jeans i'm like can you not can you stop doing that <laughs> this is the house of the lord <laughs> i mean just come in a tracksuit and call it there you don't have to dress up to go to church but anyway uh so yeah he was <laughs> preaching his sermon and he was talking about you know how being in uncomfortable situations and you know just having faith and all that kind of stuff and so he used an example where he literally spit in his hand and like put the spit on the eyes of this i don't know if it was a deacon a minister or whoever a member of his church and the man stood right there so it wasn't like he just hocked it back and just spit in his face he literally put it with his hands all over the man's face and social media went crazy about see, it and i didn't see that i saw all the stuff about if you, you can't leave your abusive relationship but i didn't know he was spitting on people well yeah if he well he was he didn't spit he used his spit on the person but he didn't <laughs> hack it back and you know aggressively spit but here's the thing that i think um especially because i grew up in a very strict religious household mm-hmm. um pentecostal apostolic background right so you can Yeesh. imagine the kind of crazy things we went through that's probably why i cuss so much anyway and i don't take shit for nobody anywho um <laughs> but i think people forget and this is not me defending him because i will never defend that you put spit on me i will break your whole fucking face off of your goddamn neck that's number one in the name of jesus it's too. a whole kink it's just it's not disgusting yours. it's disgusting but and i want to do preface this by saying he did come on i think he was pressured after he got so much backlash backlash he did make a video where he apologized and said that he was wrong and that it was overboard and it was too much and blah 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 he won't do it again well i don't know if he said he won't do it again but anyway he came <laughs> out and basically said it was wrong anyway but i think people fail to realize that pastors and pastors evangelists ministers they're nothing but public speakers for jesus right Mm -hmm. and they have to do their due diligence or a lot of them do their due diligence in order to keep the audience captivated and keep them awake and alert because you know you ever watch uh joel olstein and the way he preaches and the whole crowd or benny not benny him what's his name um the, the pastor that's here john Hagee. oh oh no right but everybody in his church looks like until Red he starts eyes, screaming clear exactly until he starts screaming and having a baptist fit but i think 
Mike Todd has always been this very radical preacher where he loves to go overboard. I mean, I remember one time he was preaching and he had a whole treadmill. And mm -hmm. here's the thing on, on in the pulpit. Here's the thing that I think about pastors doing stuff like that. I think it you get an A for effort for creativity, right? But I think you get an F for execution because <laughs> because you the word of God is enough all by itself. So why do you have to go above and beyond to do stuff like that? Like you, people are not doing miracles like Jesus did in the Bible days where they're t mixing, you know, mud with saliva. He was actively trying to heal some blind guy. Okay? But didn't he also host the Jesus is King when Kanye came to town? Did he? I think he did. I don't know. So he's on I this just, new wave. Yeah, I just think it's team too much. And I mean, team I just- too much. It's team too much. You don't have to- People are going to be receptive because it's God all by itself. You don't have to fluff God up and Obviously make him not, out to be. Obviously not, because there's still hoes in the street. Well, I mean, everybody's not going to be a Christian. Everybody we doesn't believe. Everybody doesn't believe in Jesus. Everybody With has their own attitude. values. No, I'm just saying, and I'm a, and I'm a Christian. I'm a follower. Well, I'm, I'm a follower. Spit in my face. Jesus didn't do that. Why would I spit in your face? That's, Why wouldn't you? Listen, I'm a king chain you on that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Anybody spit on me, you you got a death wish. Don't do that. That Don't even put your like spit on me. A degrading ass action. But I just think even in that moment, that was not God. Like God didn't tell you to do that in an example. He was called. Like he you were, you know, you were in your flesh at that point because, sir, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What are you talking about true. about Jesus that would make you put spit on? And the man who was standing there, <laughs> the man who was standing, there, and I'm just like, sir, what what were you going through? What did you did he pay you to let you put spit? Like what what? Sir, what? Ooh, nasty. I just, sir, this is why I don't go to church now. <laughs> You're afraid someone's going to spit in your face? No, no, I'm sorry, definitely not. Use their spit on your face. No, because even in church, even in church nowadays, I don't let everybody pray for me. I don't let people lay hands on me. I will quickly get out of the spirit real quick. Get your hands off me. I'm I'm a I'm a rebel Christian, okay? Like the church that I that I uh, you know it's still technically my church. I still attend the Bedside Baptist. Know, no, uh, Love and Faith Community Church in <laughs> Tallahassee, Florida. Thank you. The pastor is Pastor S. Lamar Simmons. Anyway, um, even at church there, there were a lot of times where like the mothers and the other elders and deacons and all that they would be like, "Can I pray for you?" No, no, Why? you cannot. Your spirit is off. I got a strong <laughs> spirit of discernment. And all you're supposed to do is confirm what I already know and what God already told me in private. So if I, you, if your spirit is off, no, you cannot lay hands on me. That's a transference of spirits. And I'm not about to let you do that. So no, no, you cannot pray. You can pray for me. Don't pray. Don't pray on me. Okay. Keep your hands to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mercy is real. That's all I'm saying. Mercy is real. Anywho. But yeah, so. Don't be touching me. You touch my jacket. <laughs> I mean, we've been touched by worse in the healthcare industry, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. I've been touched but, by. You've yeah. been touched by an angel, angel girl. girl. Love for it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, he was definitely in the hot seat for spitting on a, a church member. He was also in the hot seat because he was preaching. And allegedly. he was alleged. No, this isn't alleged. It's oh, it was, video yeah. recorded. That's very true. <laughs> and he was like, disagreements are not a reason for divorce. Blah, blah, blah is not a reason for divorce. Even if it hits you, it's not a reason for divorce. And everyone's like, eh. What was he saying? Biblically, they, that the, Biblically, Bible, the say, Bible doesn't say that that's a reason yeah. for divorce. And everyone was like, uh, the Bible was also written in a time where you could not just leave. Well, I just think that that's, I think that that's a very um, loaded statement. And I also feel like that's a very, um, I think it's a very inappropriate statement to make, especially in this day and time. And the fact that you, you know, that somebody's going to take that and flip it, whatever you meant it by for you to insinuate that 
people should not get divorced for domestic violence with domestic violence. I think statistically affects more women than it does men. Bless you. Even though men do go through domestic violence. Um, I don't think the numbers reported are as high as women. And so for you to even say something like when you have a mic in your hand, you have a responsibility. Am I boring you? No, I'm just having a moment. Okay. I was gonna say we can shut this shit down and go to bed. <laughs> Not ill. That sounds weird. Pause. I don't want to go to bed with you. I'm at my house. Remind me to tell you a story. Later. <laughs> Is it for the podcast? No. It can be. Okay. Oh, anyway, yeah. I'm not going to bed with you. I don't like women. Anyway, but yeah, I just think that sometimes you just go too far and just stop doing shit like that. And also. People in the church, if you don't hear anything else I say, stop volunteering for stupid shit like this when pastors call you up. No pastor can't, no pastor or minister can ever call me up and say, can you come in real quick? We need, we need no. to do a demonstration. Fuck no. I'm glued to my seat. Get the hell away from me. I'm here for the word. This, this is why I go to virtual church. I don't have time for that. Virtual church. You have a responsibility when you have a mic in your hand and you have to be very careful with what you say and how you say it because you are literally representing not just yourself, but if you're talking about God told you, you're representing a man that a lot of people believe in and has a whole movement. So just be very careful with your words. Mike Todd, I still like you. I'm still gonna listen to your sermons. You spit on me, I'm gonna knock your ass out. Anybody, dude. I don't want you anybody. On me. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Didn't the CDC just say that uh, COVID can be spread with bodily fluid, saliva, and you're just going to go and just, I mean, he hocked it back <laughs> twice and then mixed it in his oh, hand. Oh, God. Like, why would you, why, sir, you know even I in your flesh, why would you do that? I, I bet you if he did that to his wife, his wife would slap the shit out of him. Uh-huh. You're crazy. Anyway, off that, uh, what were you telling me about uh, some Amber Rose, something Amber Rose was in the news? Oh, uh, first of all. Oh, Jesus. Have you seen Sebastian lately? No, I have not. He's so cute. Freaking cutest little kid. He's in that new, like, chunky fifth grade glasses stage. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Love that kid. Yeah. My favorite celebrity child. Anyway. She's going to stalk Sebastian. Just just watch. I will. I love him. Him and Stormy, my top two. I can't. Stormy. Um, (laughs) I digress. Yeah. Do you remember the time that. Kanye West was dating Amber Rose. Mm-hmm. You remember? Then he cheated on her with Kim Kardashian, and now mm-hmm. we're here in 2022. Yeah. So he had gone on a, the Breakfast Club and done an interview after he had broken up with Amber and was mm-hmm. dating Kim, and was just saying, you know how hard it is to get someone to date you after you date um, Amber Rose. Mm-hmm. I had to take like 30 showers, da, 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 like just saying all this nasty shit. Whoa! Definitely didn't know he said that about her. But yeah. Wow. And so of course she went on a Twitter rant because she was like you are the worst f you da, 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 da. but she tweeted and she was like i'm gonna leave the kardashians to humiliate you when they're done with you da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. so now all these tweets are resurfacing because that's exactly oh, what's happening yeah so she put out this um basically ios press release but mm-hmm. she was just saying like i was immature when i said that i shouldn't have brought kim into it believe this shit alone it's dead i have nothing to do with him he was married with kids i have kids no don't backtrack she meant what she said that's why she <laughs> tweeted it but i think she's trying to show a level of maturity and i get that and i applaud you but i was like no no, no. i said what i said because i felt it at that time i would say it's prolific thank you prophet amber rose <laughs> i mean she's spoken into you know, existence in the year of our lord 2022 i didn't think it would be amber rose Listen, but it is she rose up she saw prophet. that coming she know she did she saw that coming He's just been, this is a cycle. He does the same shit, and I don't know why anyone's surprised. The thing is, he just needs, th- this This man needs medication, and he needs I think therapy. he needs some spit in his face. Maybe he should go see Mike Todd. 
<laughs> Baptize him in his spit. That's crazy. But everyone's bringing it up. Like, she called and she knew. Here's what I want to know. People who bring up people's old tweets, like, God damn, are y'all screenshotting this shit? This is tw- from 2015. Have you just been scrolling on her Seriously. Feed? Like, why? I mean, this lady has been married to Wiz Khalifa. And isn't she married to another guy right now? She or may engaged? or may not be married to the baby daddy of her right. newest child. So she's Axel. had two other relationships since Kanye West so why are y'all even bringing her name are messy, up but she's right she was she called it how she Amber Rose meant what she said back in the day do not let these people make you backtrack on your statements you said what you said and you ain't changing it in the words of Nene Lee's you just at the time you felt like that just leave it alone mm-hmm. people need to leave it alone They're like why, why on why February 20th 2015 so that was what you can't ask me to count seven years ago this lady got a whole ass child got two Two. kids why are y'all still attaching them to together it's just like when people bring up ray j and kim kardashian they were together so long ago this girl had like five marriages since then i mean (laughs) at least i mean you know the 72 day when she had but you know it is what it is that's crazy also i still don't believe her and pete davidson are real that's not a real relationship i just don't think you like them together that's not real and I think he just, he's, I think he's still a drug addict. I still think he's like just farming to have a child. He's trying to get everyone pregnant. I think he he's just, trying to get over Ariana Grande. So supposedly they were just like crackheads together. Like she's a cokehead and he was allegedly, trying, allegedly for the podcast. She is allegedly <laughs> a huge cokehead. And he was trying to get sober when they were together. She kept trying to, she kept getting him to do drugs. I'm and that's not when laughing he spiraled. at crackheads. I'm just laughing at the way Alyssa is saying this. <laughs> we would never laugh at a crackhead no. here on this podcast. First of all, crackheads are superheroes, okay? They Truly. do things that people cannot do and they never die. It's like all those Netflix movies where you take a drug and you're a superhero. Exactly. Crackheads never, listen, they are Olympians. They can never die. Yeah. And then he dated um, Cindy Crawford's daughter and he was trying to get her pregnant and she's like 18. Why does he want a baby? Does he just want unconditional love? I don't love? know. I think it's like, I think everyone needs therapy. Maybe he thinks the baby will calm him down and give him purpose. And I mean, I've I've heard that kids do that. Yeah. So I don't know. But, but they save your, that kids save your life. Kim's not going to give you a baby. She's already got four. Well, first of all, she almost died having like the last, the, the, uh, not North. What was the other one after that one? The Psalm. second one. Yeah. The second one. Cause she oh, was. Oh no. It's North Rain. Cause she have a surrogate? Psalm. A, a Psalm was a surrogate baby. Oh, okay. Cause she almost died or she had like. She some, almost died with Chicago, I guess. Yeah. Preeclampsia or something like that. She had allegedly or whatever. I always have issues. All right. Let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. 
Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Speaking of surrogate babies, Nick oh, Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, another alleged marriage. She's a I think beautiful it's woman. She's a beautiful um, woman. Whatever. She's annoying. Oh. I think their marriage is fake. But they just wow. had a surrogate you, that baby. Took a turn. Jesus, why do you think their marriage is fake? <laughs> I just think it's a huge PR stunt. And then she just did the thing where she t- she was Priyanka Chopra Jonas on Instagram. But yeah. she took off the Jonas part. And everyone was like, are they going to get a divorce? Da, 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 da. So they get everyone talking. And I just don't think anything's real. I think she thought adding Jonas to her name would make her a bigger star. And then Indian was like, we're but isn't done she with a big, you. She was already a big star anyway. Yeah. she Well, she was big over there. And I think she's trying to be big over here. And it's not working out for her. So now they just had a surrogate deliver their child. And oh. let's see if it keeps them together. I don't know. She's oh, so much older than him. But he likes older women. I don't know. I just don't personally trust it. But yeah whatever but that's yeah congratulations to them and their new child i just think you just want a baby by nick jonas i think that's what it is I no think you're but jealous. i'm just like it make Stop it make doing s- that i can hear that sorry make <laughs> it make sense the math ain't mathin yeah i don't trust it really and i think this is a pr stunt wow you're that's very passionate about far. that mm-hmm. that's gone too far and it resulted in a, a surrogate child baby. by surrogate <laughs> that's crazy and they all had girls they just had a daughter they only all have daughters all the jonas well you know what people say that like if you have a daughter first it was because you were a hoe as a man i agree that men men who are blessed with daughters it's revenge for how bad you treated other women because that you were a cheater too not long ago you were a hoe i mean i'm just only using this as an example because he has four daughters Charlemagne the god and he admits that he was a cheater on his wife at one point i don't think he was cheating while they were married but they were together this man has four daughters it's a lot of daughters but then what does that say about my dad he had three daughters hey so you know but he didn't have my he didn't have us first my brother was first there you go it just matters who's first exactly mm-hmm. but then i have uncles who have all girls so i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doesn't look good for you i don't know what she was doing back in the day papa was a ruined thing but yeah. yeah but a lot of social media news this week that happened um i don't think we talked about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox being engaged, but they are engaged, and that is the weirdest relationship. That's the one from uh, Transformers, Transformers, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That is truly, I think, the weirdest relationship that came out of 2021 was the two of them. Really? That wow. is so strange to me. But she's got a nice ring. Um, Sounds like you're hating from outside the club. Because I can't get in. Because you can't get in. Why are you hating on these people? <laughs> because he love designed wins. an engagement ring that hurts when she takes it off because, quote, love is pain. That's weird those are the crackheads <laughs> no i really like, he is a drug addict oh, he, oh okay because supposedly do you ever remember you probably don't because it's not important but <laughs> right it's literally well, like peace. this very niche part of <laughs> social media and like 2018 ish times i think after pete davidson and ariana grande broke up mm-hmm. because pete davidson and machine gun kelly are friends did you know her the real pronunciation of her last name Grandy? Is isn't that gross i don't like to say it it doesn't feel good coming off the tongue oh gosh sorry i interrupted go ahead um so he was like on this horrible spiral. Everyone had been saying if she breaks up with him, he's gonna yeah. himself mm-hmm. on a live himself. So he tweeted from or he Instagram posted or something, and he was like, "I'm really trying to hold it together for all y'all, but I don't want to be on this world, and I don't know how much like all this weird cryptic shit." So supposedly, 
Ariana Grande ran down to 30 Rock because he was filming SNL. They wouldn't let her mm-hmm. in because they were under strict instructions that she wasn't supposed to be around him because mm-hmm. they were going through this crazy divorce. And so Machine Gun Kelly came down there to be with him because he was like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And he was trying to console him. And the Machine Gun Kelly had to leave because he had to go do drugs. Allegedly is the rumor. I was going to say, that seems like a lot. Allegedly. But I'm like, you left this man who was suicidal to go do drugs? Drugs are calling. The drugs are calling. I'm saying he's a little strange. Also, there's all these weird stories about them and Marilyn Manson together. And oh I don't God, trust Marilyn that's Manson. That's a whole other talk mm-hmm. show. Sweet lamb of God. So, you know, good luck to them. Yeah, Godspeed. Congratulations uh, on the marriage. I guess don't ever take off your ring because it's going to make you bleed, girl. There's like thorns on if it. If you buy me a ring that has thorns on it, we're not getting married because that's a kink that I don't want. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to see me bleed... That's a problem because you then you're gonna be oh let me stab you one time oh I'm getting my rocks off what the f- I'll kill you don't do that <laughs> I'm not into pain like no no not at all not for you speaking of other people in pain uh Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears Jamie Lynn has is out of pocket dude Here, here's what I want to preface this by saying um anytime siblings are going at it whether they're famous or not never jump in the middle. Just don't let them duke it out to the death or whatever is going to happen. Why, why are Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn going at it right now? Jamie Lynn has started to do like a book tour. Yes, she has with no book, with no book. <laughs> and she's just like, here I am. My name's Jamie and I have a story to tell. Yeah. And they're like, girl, I think she's trying to make herself look better now that Britney Spears is no longer under the conservatorship. And she's like trying to redeem herself some kind of way. I don't know. I think when all of these, because so Jamie Lynn Spears was only popular for a very small amount of time. She had that Zoe 101 Nickelodeon show. She got Mm -hmm. pregnant, got kicked out of the show. Everyone hated her because that was the show. Yeah. Right. And then she kind of disappeared. So when all this conservator stuff is coming out, everyone's saying like, well, where the hell's your sister? Because Mm -hmm. I know if my sister was going through this, my imaginary sister. My sibling. I do have a brother. If my sibling was in this weird conservatorship and didn't have a voice or access to their money, even if it was our parents, like I would stand up for them. Yeah. So where the hell's her sister? Right. Um, And so Jamie Lynn has decided to come out and say, Mm -hmm. you guys don't understand. This was hard for me. And I didn't understand what was going on. And everyone was being crazy. Yeah. And so Britney Spears decided to be like, "Ah, ah." I Shut think the fuck, the up, bitch. fuck not, bitch. <laughs> and it is so beautiful to sit back and watch. Yeah. Because I think for a long, for the first time in a long time, Britney Spears can just talk freely. Yes. So it's not like the most eloquent or it's not. thought out, but it's no just punctuation. Like pure, unhinged Britney Spears. And I'm here for it. Yeah. She, that, girl so has good. Been, that girl has been through a lot. So Britney Spears has the right to talk as reckless as she wants to this whole entire 2022, because you've been locked, literally locked up for what? 13 years, but something like that. Oh, hell yeah. I'll be telling everything. I'll yeah. be writing all kinds of books and doing all kinds of interviews. I will be talking, talking your name down into the ground, but I don't even think she wants to. I think she wants to go off with her little fiance and yeah. have babies and just live her life and so jamie lynn's giving all these interviews now and so britney spears was just like i said i should have slapped you when you were young you're ungrateful you're spoiled you didn't do shit for me and now you're going out here and talking all the shit where are her kids britney spears's kids still with Kayfed? kevin i don't know kevin Featherland? she didn't have a lot of access to them yeah um i don't know where they are you mean that's her? it i mean if you have access to it like that we can get on a podcast and hear her side oh. of the story <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn the tables, Britt. You can talk. You can talk. Hey, I'll give you my mic. 
There you go, girl. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to sit back and watch it unfold because I think it's so good. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's the greatest revenge in you know, you you can't make yourself the victim when <clears throat> your money and your life wasn't controlled by someone mm-hmm. else for 13 years. And I think also too like how old was Jamie Lynn Spears? Are we being unrealistic? Like she's her, her little sister. So how far apart in age are they? And when this conservatorship started, what real, real power did she really have over her dad? If a judge court appointed it, but here's my thing. And I can do the math on how old they are. Yeah. Um, Brittany. Age. I was going to say, but say your, your opinion before yeah, you forget it. I can't it. multitask. No. Um, even if like, you're in one of those situations where like one of the siblings is being abused or the parents mm-hmm. are awful to only one of you. Like you're as a sibling, you still have that little, like it's me and you. Yeah. Like there's shit going on, but like it's you and me together. But it depends too. If this person is such an evil person, they're 10 years apart. See, That's what. So when I'm 10, bitch, come on. I don't know. Step up, Jamie. No, I, but, up. I, but I'm not. I'm not taking up for Jamie Lee because I don't even know her. But I'm just saying. She, Brittany got you a whole ass show on Nickelodeon, and you blew it by getting your ass pregnant. Okay, she liked penis. What's wrong with that? Mm-mm. I mean, but what else could she? If she saw the father do that to her, she probably was afraid. Like, damn, he could do that to me and take my life. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. And if know. she was benefiting from it too. And listen, I have I listened to the interview. No, because I'm Team Brittany, and no one can fucking tell me anything else. I mean, but. I like Britney Spears. As you should. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I mean, I just know that as a, as, as a person who has two sisters, um, I know I would personally go to go for back for my sisters. That's if what somebody I'm did. saying. But I'm very different though. I'm already like a bulldog when it comes to my family. Not a bulldog. I'm a rock roller. Um, Jamie Lynn Spears does have a memoir coming out. So, okay. See, now that's the problem. It. So now it's comes. Now you're trying to capitalize off of your sister's pain. And that's a problem. It's called things I should have said, but it's not about her sister, but we're going to use your sister's fame. Yeah. And everything going she on should, to okay. Brittany, what you should do is you should send her a cease and desist from even using your name or likeness. Mm-hmm. So, and block that book. Oh, Brittany sent, sent her a cease and desist order. Okay. never mind. You already took my advice. <laughs> <laughs> But great minds think alike Brittany <laughs> Jamie says that she's writing the book to honor her voice and speak to the quote pain what she's felt quote, because have? that matters no it doesn't no one cares about you the only reason we give a shit is because you're Britney Spears' sister but your life wasn't affected by her conservatorship she was the one who couldn't do whatever she wanted she had to have a fucking forced IUD I think Jamie's trying to say like you guys don't understand how stressful this was for me I never knew what was going on it's not about you people always knew about my sister and it was so traumatic having to live through you're you're trying to now step out of the shadows of Britney Spears and you're and you're still clearly not stepping out of the shadows because you keep using her fucking name that no see now that's that's not about a whole nother element fuck you Jamie (laughs) (laughs) and we're team Britney over here it's Britney bitch (laughs) that is god awful I love that Britney Spears has control of her own Instagram now I do my too. favorite account to follow the only thing that i would say is Brittany, don't go on there and just start doing all that singing stuff because you already know you're not a real singer you're a oh. great entertainer but you're not a real singer so just don't do that because that's that's detrimental don't she's do it doing the shit where she goes to the notes app and just types out all her feelings and then screenshots it and posts it to instagram yeah I, Brittany, dangerous territory my friend here's the thing Brittany. i am willing to be your pr okay and to scan all of your stuff before you post it because that's not no, this is people going to try to get your conservatorship back again because you're just doing too much. I don't know if this is a job for Barbara Walters or maybe She's our good lot. friend Oprah. 
Probably Oprah. I would say Oprah. Who's the other one? That's not Barbara Walter. Katie Couric. Uh, no, I think Barbara. But I, I mean, need, uh, I need uh, to get to the bottom of this. Oprah and would be I would way love an interview. She did Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, so that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Oh, I would say Oprah needs to be the one to interview her, or even Robin Roberts. She's good. Oh, she's. It's just the she does the news anchor voice. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I'm like, we could turn it off. But she's good at like the like being dramatic. Yeah. In her That's interviews. That's true. Or so us like at the face off absolutely Brittany we're here for you girl we bring you to the table absolutely we will bring you to the face off and let you face off with your sister Ooh, what if she goes on the red table talk that oh that would be god awful please don't go to the red table talk Jada ain't got nothing to offer you she in therapy herself no <laughs> she gonna have you in an entanglement and fucking around with her don't do it just don't no a situationship oh Jesus lord Jada is oh sometimes I wish she just would be quiet anyway uh, neither here nor there what have you been watching this week or anything else we need to talk about before we go into what we're watching? Sorry. <laughs> no, I really think that was it. I'm okay. I think. And a five, six, seven, eight. No, I think that was it. Okay. Nothing really want? popped off this week. No. No, I've been. I've literally just been watching that show Yellow Jackets. I am. And how many seasons is it? Is it again? One. It's just a new oh, show that's. Come how many out. episodes? Hmm. Okay. Tennis. Okay. Eight ten. I did watch Euphoria last week. You don't watch Euphoria, right? No, but I like on social media. Everybody's been saying like referencing euphoria like oh i don't want to go to work but at least i don't have to go to class at euphoria or dude some have shit. you seen the ones that are like me getting ready for school and then remembering i go to euphoria high school yes and, and like- i'm like i don't i don't get the reference but they're only second season yeah no yeah that's true oh, okay well then that's not bad i can catch up no, and it's you on can catch up. what hbo hbo max okay i have that perfect Boom. oh yeah so watch this we can talk about it it is very interesting yeah i'll watch it this weekend yeah I'll it's it one of those weekend. shows where you're like and then they go too far and you're like i can't watch this anymore but then you're hooked is it like sex drugs rock and roll yeah but high school kids Damn. but like white high. if you went you didn't go to a white high school right definitely not this went is very like quintessential white high school like doing crazy shit and drugs but you're like that's too much yeah not like we're gonna go chill and smoke some weed in a ditch it's like we're doing molly at school i guess i had a boring high school time because me and my friends just hung out in the band room and yeah we, i mean we had fun we weren't nerds but we had fun but i mean yeah we didn't do well, drugs like that i think it's pretty reminiscent of like what we didn't do drugs at all honestly. what a like upper middle class white high school experience is today okay i think that's what euphoria is cool man. but it's good i so like it was it. relatable to you because you went to white high school right yeah well i went to a really mexican ass high school but oh okay it had very white aspects gotcha um but yellow jackets is still good still going cool beans flight of high school girls on a soccer team crash in the canadian wilderness there's cannibalism i mean what's what's better than that sold i hope you're all watching it at home exactly what about you what are you watching um well first of all cheer is back on netflix i can't watch it because i know all the weird shit with jerry and people keep talking about it and i just refuse okay so here's the thing the way it starts is like and the coach's name is monica which is weird anyway but she's talking about you know how she didn't realize that the fame of this show was going to do what it did to their team right and then they go backward like the last uh nine to six to nine months or whatever preparing for um competition again so jerry is still on there so they're going back in the time i'm only on like the fourth episode so i haven't gotten to that point yet of you know all the stuff that he was accused of and all that kind of stuff but it is still fun to see them uh kind of come back for their title and then there's this other school that's there that is like their arch rival and mm-hmm. they're also um following them as well too Oh, okay so it's you're getting to see 
um, two storylines at one time, um, but still with all these different kids or whatever. So it is back on on Netflix, and um, they put you know the full season out and everything. Um, one of the other things that I watched, um, this is actually this actually came out on OWN, and my sister, shout out to my sister Selena, she actually told me about this, and I watched it uh, yesterday. And uh, the documentary is called Eggs Over Easy, and it was on OWN Network, Oprah Winfrey Network, and um, it was talking about black women specifically and women of color and fertility and how um, there were so many different stories of people who were married, who wanted to have children, who could not conceive, you know, women who were pregnant and lost their babies, miscarried mm -hmm. women who carried babies full term and lost their babies. Um, it was talking about women who were on their fertility journey where they found out that their hormone levels were off and all this kind of stuff. And the fact that they didn't feel like they were being heard, they knew something were, was wrong with their bodies and they weren't um, being heard and stuff like that. So this is kind of like piggybacking onto the rehab corner as well too, where um, the, some of the statistics that they gave was that 80% and I think this is really high. It's that a pretty 80, high number statistically. Yes. 80% of black women at some point, sometime or another have fibroids, uterine fibroids. It's just insane to me that any population anywhere of anything has 80% of something. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. And they were also talking about like, um, there was this one girl and she's actually a physical therapist, by the way, which is, uh, you're a physical therapist. I am a physical That's therapist. Why. And she was talking about how she was at the age of, I think 30 years old, she wanted to be sterilized and she knew that she didn't want to have children because she's like, you know, she's, you know, uh, was the only child of both her parents. And, you know, she had been around, you know, uh, her friends, kids and family members. And she worked as a pediatric physical therapist and she just did not want to have children. She was like, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine going home and then having to care for something else. Like Girl, I don't want to do that. Preach. Right. So she wanted to go and get sterilized and how her doctor, like it took her a while for her doctor to actually do it because they kept saying, are you sure? Like you have to go through psychological counseling in order to get this done and then they talked about this rule that was saying that if you are married and you don't have children and if you want to go get a tubal ligation which is basically getting your tubes tied that your husband has to consent to it so how the hell does a man have any kind of rule of reign over a woman's body like that makes no freaking sense your property once you get married it is insane and then even they were following this one couple um who i was actually surprised to see them on there because i just know of them from social media and because um i think her name is charmaine broom um and i can't remember her husband's name but it's his last name is broom anyway she was uh kirk franklin's background singer mm -hmm. for many many years and so she was sharing her fertility issue or her fertility story and her journey that you know she was having irregular menstrual cycles and all this kind of stuff and how she didn't realize that she would be having have a difficult you know have a difficult time conceiving she was just like okay i'm a woman i got a uterus i'm having menstrual cycles it should be normal for me to get pregnant and easy for me to get pregnant and they were just talking about and exposing how difficult it is for african-american women to conceive and how you know you have these fertility issues and stuff like that and then um they were because uh, keisha knight pulliam or rudy huxtable mm -hmm. or miranda curtis from uh house of pain um she's house narrating pain, it house of pain house tell of pain. house of pain Sounds familiar. Where the the his their nephew moves in with the two kids, and then the uh, Janine turns into a crackhead. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, get yeah. their life together. Yeah. So um, so every Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> exactly. Okay, exactly. So anyway, Keisha Knight Pulliam, she's on there as well too, and she was talking about how she, you know, at the age of four, I think she's forty two right now, and she you know, wanted to freeze her eggs and everything like that because she already has a daughter, but, um, you know, she went through a divorce and then now she's married again. And so she's like, you know, she wants to have more children, but then she's like, well, should I go and freeze my eggs? Because I, you know, I'm, you know, more into my career right now and all of the other kind of stuff. But it was just, it was just an interesting documentary to see 
the different sides of all these women and they brought in like different excerpts of like Serena Williams when she gave birth to Olympia and the fact that she had to fight just to get a CT scan to prove mm-hmm. that she had fucking a pulmonary embolism that could have killed this girl. And I'm and then and, and then when people try to say, "Oh, well, it's not about race." Serena Williams is a multi-millionaire. One of the most famous professional athletes in the world. So it didn't even matter how much money she had at that point. They still didn't listen to her as she a multi-millionaire. Like, oh, that documentary killed I cried. me when she's just like, I knew something was wrong with my body yeah. and no one was listening. No and the only reason they listened the next time when she had the baby is because she's like, I've had this before yeah. and I know what this is and you need to do a scan. Exactly. Oh, and they were, oh, it's normal to feel like this no it's not i remember i remember when i worked in labor and uh, postpartum labor and delivery shots out to miss sharon oh my gosh she was an amazing nurse is an amazing nurse because i don't think she's retired um she worked in at uh the hospital that I worked at um in college right when i worked in postpartum i remember there was this one black lady that we had among many black women but anyway this particular young lady um she had schizophrenia and she was just having she was off of her medication obviously because she's pregnant and you can't take a lot of that you know uh, mental health uh, medications and the things like that because it could harm potentially harm the baby right so she comes in and she had already had um, all of her other kids taken away from her as a result of you know her mental health issues and you know she was impoverished and black so nobody really cared so we had already heard about her and her behavior in l and d and they were just like okay well she's gonna come up here she wouldn't let the doctor like uh fix her laceration or anything like that so she's bleeding she won't let us take her blood pressure nothing so of course when she gets ready to come up there of course they give her a white nurse and it goes horribly wrong so then miss sharon steps in and she's who is miss sharon is black and she's like let me take care of her i got her don't worry about it she pulls me in it and says, well, Monica, you're going to come with me. Cause I was, I was the, uh, like a CNA or oh, hey, uh, black a girl. tech. I need exactly. Exactly. So both a black nurse and a black CNA go in to help this young lady and to try to give her care. So we go in and of course she's still very irate. She's still belligerent, but she starts to calm down because we're not giving into her acting, uh, acting out. And, you know, at one point, like Miss Sharon left me in the room by myself. I was like, what the hell? And so I'm taking the lady's blood pressure and she snatches the blood pressure cuff off and starts cussing at me like this hurt my fucking arm bitch blah, blah, blah. and i'm like okay it's okay it's just gonna squeeze your arm for about 20 seconds and then it's gonna let it go just talking to her like she's a human being because she is and she finally let me do what i needed to do um in order to do her assessment and we were done and then of course the state had to now come in to now take or child welfare services had to come in and take this newborn baby that she just had so of course those people go in there and they take the baby and it's a whole fucking shit show she comes out starts throwing shit i, would I mean too. bleeding all everywhere cussing people out. and i'm like you got this whole ward of new moms and this lady is like going ballistic but it literally took black nurses to be able to come in and help calm her down. And everybody else is looking at her like, oh, she's this monster. She's this crazy person. She has fucking schizophrenia. She doesn't, you don't know what the voices in her head are telling her. That, and you're not taking the time to even listen to what she's saying. I don't fuck with auditory hallucinations. I told you I did that shit in grad school oh, where they play the, the recording of the yeah. hallucinations. And I was like, I would literally lose my mind Yeah, because you cannot tell me as clear as I'm talking to you right now, mm-hmm. you, I'm hearing a voice, you're hearing a voice yeah. and no one else can hear you. You're not telling me that it's not real. Yeah. And she, and, and the sad part about it is 
even though she was off her meds and couldn't, you know, obviously be back on the meds because of the, because, you know, being pregnant, she ended up signing out AMA that same night. So I'm like, you just had a baby and you have a third degree laceration from your vagina to your rectum that needs to be surgically repaired. And she just left. She called her sister. She left. And then the, even just some of the chatter of the nurses were just like, oh, this is just ridiculous. And, and I'm just like, y'all don't get it. You don't get it. Like you do. They don't look at African-American women as women. They already teach it. Well, they used to teach or there's a there's a misconception in med school that black people don't feel pain the same way other races of people feel. And it's just like you don't even look at us as human beings. So why the fuck would you listen to us? And it's and then you have this huge push for black women now that are reaching out to midwives. There's this one lady that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Midwife Angelina. She's actually in Atlanta. I would love to have a home birth. I'm not pregnant right now, but I would love to have a home birth if you know I were able to, right? This woman is on Instagram showing like five to 17 minute clips of her with her, um, with mostly black patients, right? Um, people of color, but it's most, I would say it's probably 95% black, the people that she shows on there and she is black herself. And literally she takes the time to allow these mothers to labor. And a lot of times, some of the mothers, especially their first time mother, they're just like, Angelina, help me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, just calm down. Your body knows what to do. Like, even though you don't know what to do, your body instinctively knows what to do. But even just this big push to have, you know, African-American, um, uh, midwives and doulas that are uh, being more utilized now and more necessary because people are having these horrible experiences in labor and nobody, and just in the healthcare industry at large. I mean, how many times do we have a black patient at the hospital and we're just like, no, we got to make sure we get them. Oh yeah. Cause they're about to treat them like shit. Me with every black patient. <laughs> Very true. Anything else you need? Yeah. You're independent, but I'll pick you up for services. Exactly. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't do that. We don't do that. No, but I mean, I could talk about it now, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you do. I mean, honestly, you, a lot of times with the black patients, especially in the ICU, I would always make it my duty and my mission to make sure that they had the best care. And it's not to say that I gave better care to black people, but I made sure that I especially paid closer attention to yeah. their needs because a lot of times people are just, Oh, it's fine. They're fine. I had an incident like that at, at, at when I worked at another hospital here in town, where it was this, this woman who came in and she seemed like she was malingering or faking. Right. But she really wasn't. And at one point I was just like, mm, it seemed like you got a faking, <laughs> <laughs> but because that was all, that was my medical hat. <laughs> I did. I thought she was faking at one point, but then I was like, no, nah, I think she being serious. Like, cause I did a series of tests and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, no, I think there's something really going on. So she had an issue with being in an MRI, which again, I've had an MRI last year and it was terrifying. Better give me a Xanax. Right. Well, here's the thing. They ended up giving her sedation. And at the time she they gave her the sedation, she ended up coding in the MRI oh, machine. No. So when she when she would stand up and then just abruptly drop to the floor, and I'm like, bitch, you faking. No, she literally had a tumor on her <gasps> C2 vertebrae that was pushing on her fucking spinal cord. That's and pretty it, high, C2. C2. I would say that's almost at the beginning of your spinal cord. That's your respiratory center. <laughs> that's just in case you didn't shit. know, your respiratory center is at C1, C2. <laughs> Okay. Just, just so you know, your spinal cord starts at C1. It literally starts at C1. That's all you got. You so got nothing above that. Pretty high up. I mean, you got your atlas and your axis. C1, C2, baby. And so she, she, um, your atlas and your axis. But anyway, so yeah, she ended up coding and she became paralyzed. 
because they had to resuscitate her because at the time they did the compressions, just the compressing tumor. the tumor. Mm. Mm. And the whole time, everybody thought she was faking. Yo. Hey, and yo. Black. black woman. They, oh, she's faking. Well, now you got to pay for her. Now you got to pay for everything because you fucked her up. I mean, she was literally deduced down to like, she couldn't even move anything. That's too high up. You can't do anything. No. That's the, that's the high. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Eggs Over Easy, to say the least, was an amazing documentary. I, watched, I literally, for someone who talks about freezing their eggs probably once every two weeks, I should watch that. Well, do you want to have kids though? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. 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 Are you trying to convince me or yourself? <laughs> today i told my mom because she was talking about kids and i was like yeah one day your son's gonna have kids and then you can raise them she's like are we just done with you i was gonna You're say your out. son like, <laughs> we'll figure it out i would yeah. want like i want to never have to be stressed or worried about anything else so i can like properly raise a child or like give it my attention and my all and like make a badass kid yeah so i need to be financially stable i just know i need to be married listen that would help too Jesus did not call me to be a single parent. I mean, I I'll don't do have it. the. No. Actually, I can't. My mom did it. That shit was hard. I don't know. I truly. I don't God see how single parents bless do it. My mother, she is an angel. I say, I don't know how she did it. I don't see how parents do it all together. Even parents who have, like, there's two parents in the household. Like, I don't understand how. Like, I know how I feel going on a job for eight hours, and then I have and to come home, home and care about someone else and keep you alive and feed you and clothe you, and then you want to be in my face talking about, look at me, look what I'm doing. If you don't go sit your narrow ass down somewhere, <laughs> go to your father. Go to your father. <laughs> I'm tired. I've been working all day. He's been working all day too. Like, but then it's even worse because as a single parent, you don't have nobody to send your mm -hmm. child to. Like, your bedtime is five o'clock, bitch. I was talking to my mom because she can't drink. Like, she cannot hold her liquor. She smells a margarita and she's drunk. And I was like, "You're so lame." And she was like, "Olsa, I had you when I was 21." Oh, you took right. my drinking year yeah and she was like and then after that i was so worried when i went out that something would happen to me like that's all you had you didn't have anything else yeah. if something happens to me you're screwed I right like, i mean i guess i guess I was like, wow damn that's really stressful <laughs> i just can't imagine <laughs> how, that. how did you make it i know Seriously. it's too much it's too much and even when you get sick like as a single parent like you can't just take off work. What if you're on your last leg at your job and they're like, if you call in one more time with your sick ass child, we're going to fire you. Like, what are you what? supposed to do? If you're running late you, because you didn't want to get up or what, you know, your school that's drop off. That's why my mom had another one. So then I could babysit. Oh, that's very true. And then mm -hmm. you and your brother, how many years apart? Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every, every time Absolutely. he was sick, she'd be like, you have to stay home. And I was like, I want to go to school. No, nope. see, you're Perfect. staying home with your brother. Exactly. Versus like when we got old enough, I don't know who stayed home. When we got sick. That's a very good question. Who the hell did we stay home when we got sick? She sent your ass to school? I don't know. Oh, you know where we went? My grandma's house. <laughs> That's where we went. My parents did not take our work when we got sick. We went, she took our ass to our grandma's house or, which is her, you know, my mom's mom, because my dad's mom uh, lived in Georgia. Um, or there was uh, a couple mothers of the church. Oh. There was one particular mother, Mother Helen Walters. She's passed on now. That but, seems like yeah. the name of someone who would really take care of a child. She made the best sweet potato pies. You the still haven't best. made me a sweet potato pie. I know I need to make one. I promise I'll make you one before uh, next, before March. Year. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'll make you one for Black History Month. Um, oh, we should have a Black History feast. <laughs> oh, we are. I've already got that in the works, but we, yeah. Perfect. Gonna I love Black. I'm going to read some Black authors and watch Black movies and shows. I'll listen for to them for audio. Yeah, we can do that. You yeah. can listen to it and I'll read it. Absolutely. Okay, but great. yeah, that's where we used to go. But yeah, single parents, 
Y'all, y'all are the true MVPs. Truly. Jesus, I don't see how y'all do it. I don't see how y'all do it. Shouts out to my mom. Yes, shouts out to Miss Fowler. Absolutely, because that's whew, man. Damn, I would have thrown me away. I would have thrown me away. I just would have left left you at your grandma's. Like, yeah, you you could take her now because I'm done. My mom used to lock herself in the bathroom and cry. And growing up, I was always like, "You're so dramatic. Why would you used to do that? It made me feel so bad." Because she probably wanted to kill you. And now I get it. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "Good lord, I cannot beat this child." Yeah, but you know what? I see. I can understand why parents lose it. Oh, and they yeah. like they just drive their children into a fucking ocean. I can see why they do that because parenting is so stressful. You you don't you already don't have enough money. You don't get enough rest. You're operating on mm-hmm. fumes. You never get a day off. Then you then when your child gets to be a teenager and going through puberty, which is a natural thing, then you want to act like your shit don't stink and like you all that and you're ungrateful piece of shit. I blow your. <laughs> I won't say that. I'm not. I'm gonna say that on. My thing is all book. I got is no. If I tell you yeah. no. That's all I got. If you keep doing it, uh, that's my toolbox. I have nothing. And then kids want to be like, but why? But why? (laughs) If you don't get out of my room right now, I'm going to knock you out. What are we having for dinner? I don't fucking care. Go to your father. Go to your father. That's going to be my my hope. Go to your father. Ask your father. (laughs) Well, he told me to come back to you. Ask him again. Because I'm not answering. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. But yeah, shouts out to all the single mothers out there. And the single fathers as well, too. Because there are a lot of single fathers that are out there. Yeah. um, That are raising their children full time. And uh, sweet lamb of God, man. I don't even know how we started talking about single parenthood. Oh, babies and L&D. Eggs over easy. Yes. Got it. You got it. You're good. Absolutely. All that to say... I'm so happy I get to come home to a quiet house. Listen. And sit my ass on the couch Ooh, and go to sleep. Jesus. Because the naps that I take, y'all, if y'all don't know, I take four to six hour naps at a time. So. They're sleeps. Anything right. after three hours is a sleep. Listen, and I, you better eat some cereal. There are nights where I just go to bed. I got a house full of food. I don't feel like cooking nothing. I'm going to eat cereal. Sometimes and you can. Just, yeah, and I can. There's nights where I eat half a piece of cheesecake and have two glasses of wine. Exactly. Dinner Absolutely. for me, a grown adult woman in Absolutely. a household with no kids. Yeah, I, I'm I'm grateful that my house is nice and quiet because I know it's not going to be like that forever. And That's when I, true. When Enjoy I get the married, time. when I get married and have kids, I already know it's going to be on and popping. That's why parents be so ready to get their kids out of out of their house. Be like, no, 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 you're independent. You get mm-hmm. out. Don't come back. No, no, no. Don't come back. As soon as you go off to college, we're going to renovate your room <laughs> so you don't ever feel comfortable to come back. I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. But anything else we need to discuss before we get out of here and let these people go? Once again, if you're hiring and yes. you think we'd be a good fit for your job, I'm looking for a, adding a little bit of spice to my life. Yeah. Okay. Or if you have, you know, radio stations, hey, we're a dynamic duo. We're amazing. We're DDs. I was, what? Dynamic oh, dynamic duo. duo. I was like, what? We got, we got a face for radio. We're ready. I have a face for TV, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get my skin under control because my eczema is Here's my up. thing. I was watching Emily in Paris. Ma'am, Sorry. you're on camera. <laughs> that would be the ADHD. Yeah. Um. Do you watch Emily in Paris at all? No. Okay. I'm watching the second season of Emily in Paris. Wouldn't recommend, so don't even bother with it. But Lily Collins is so oh skinny. You know how the camera adds 10 pounds? And you know the camera adds 10 pounds because yeah. you see yourself in person and you're like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. It and then you out. see yourself in a picture and mm-hmm. you're like, I swear to God. Yeah. I put on weight. This woman is so tiny on camera. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine how small she is. In real life. In real life. Mm. I don't know why I started talking about that. I don't either. I was trying to figure out where you were going, but I just don't. We were talking about hiring and getting Mm. jobs because she's in Paris working. You know, I will say the good thing about Western medication 
is that it makes me focus and be productive as a member of the society. I don't think that was just a focus moment. Did you not take your Vyvanse before you came here? No, I don't take it on oh, the weekend. That's, why not? I let my nervous system chill. And this is the and result. And this is the result. Well, our podcast is doing good, so it's a sacrifice you must make. That's true. I could be a little crazy so, for the viewers. So when we get famous, you cannot take your meds. I won't. I'll be Will you be on time, time, though, at least? Never. I have no concept oh, of time. God. And I blame that so on So I'm going to have to keep constantly, like, be responsible for Haven't you. you seen all those TikToks? Time does not work the same way it does for you that it does for me. God like, damn. there is no... Di- like, five minutes can be an hour to me. I don't know how to gauge that. That's why I have to have music playing because I can know like, oh, I heard three songs. Oh, it's probably been like 10 minutes or I need a clock. And I can't tell. This is going to be an exhausting partnership. I can tell you that because if I have to keep telling you to be on time, like, but I guess it's a better like dynamic partnership because both of us can't have ADHD. We'd be a disaster. Mm -hmm. And both of us cannot be type A either. No. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just my like life when now. you're working with kids with autism, you got to give me like a countdown. Hey, in five minutes we're doing this, in two minutes we're doing this. I have not have I have not had the pleasure of working with children with autism. What? That's the best. I just I just haven't had it in my career. Let's pivot. You can be a pizza therapist. No. Okay. Absolutely not. If I can't whoop your ass, we can't, I can't work with you. You definitely can't do that. No, we'll get sued. Mm-mm. But I don't have like the kid voice either. Yes, you do. Come on, let's go. That's so annoying. That's so exhausting to do. Like how Quinta. Mm-hmm one two okay we're gonna breathe in you ready breathe in and breathe in. i can't do but that you say oh no my goggles my goggles see that's a good one but i can't say that repeatedly like yeah, no. that's not gonna kids work. like it when you talk to them like adults though hey buddy oh maybe get not. your ass up maybe not no Oof, okay that's kind of scary okay well, well that's know. all i've got for you ladies and gentlemen t- of the jury yes uh there's gonna be some other jurying going on anyway but uh yes thank you for listening in to another episode with the face off with what it's time um, for us to go and i have the add okay yeah whatever because it's, it's late that's why it's really not it's only like seven o'clock anyway but um thank you for listening to another episode of the face off with Fleming and fowler we appreciate everyone who yes. listens each week i've been hearing such nice things about us from such nice people and i appreciate that yes thank you for the feedback Man, oh man, it's good to hear nice things about yourself. Both positive you. and negative. Just know that the negative <laughs> comments you put on, we talk about you bad. Yeah, and to the guy who called her Harriet Tubman on he TikTok. Did. He did. I see you, sir. He You've was, been reported. You fucking racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Your it's mother must be proud of you. Almost she Black swallowed History you. Month. Act accordingly. Yeah, it was that. Was, people are crazy, and then people were saying about you like she is old enough to know what this. is. How the fuck do you like, know where she came from? How old is this girl? I'm old enough. Thank you. To whoop your ass on social media. Exactly. <laughs> I like the comments. I like that. I believed it for a minute. Thank you. I believed it. <laughs> I would never. I'd call you. I'd be like, money. Listen, I get come. Em. I come running. Don't you mess with my Alyssa. Don't you mess, mess with, with her. me. I mess you up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, leave us some more nice comments on. Uh, yes. Don't forget to to rate us on uh, Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube channel and like as well too. Like, even if you watch the content, just go ahead and as soon as you you log on, press that that little thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, more amazing content to come. So y'all have an amazing week. Um, spread love, spread light, and, and don't, don't forget, forget to, to laugh, laugh your face, face off. off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light. Thank you.
you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Slimming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Slimming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.